Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Reacting to the news that Sean Payton will become the 19th head coach in the history of the Denver Broncos, here's Schlereth and Evans. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> it's a glorious day is what it is. A glorious, glorious day. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Mark is off today shaking his moneymaker. So, who do we have in here today? Chad Brown. Yes, Chad Brown is here. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Morning. What's going on? Man, I'm uh, enjoying this. Uh, you know, this is uh, not my normal time of day, but uh, I'm here to get down with you, my friend. All right, I'm ready. You're embarking on a five-hour radio odyssey. Sometimes in life, you got to test your endurance. you got to yeah. see what you got. What, yes. you, what am I made of inside? Yes. Um, I can't play anymore. I can't go out and physically test my endurance in that way. So I will test my radio endurance. Nice. Three hours here, two hours with the Players Club. Great to have you here. Jeez, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. Is, did something happen did recently? something happen yesterday? It was a glorious day yesterday. I, I love it. This was my top choice from day one. I was uh, Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, 1-1-A. But uh, as the uh, the kookiness of, of Jim Harbaugh came to the surface uh, more and more, it became clear to me it was it was Sean Payton or bust. And so I'm I'm ecstatic. How, how, do, how do you feel about it? Uh, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Just as I was excited about what's happening up at CU, you got to go out and win football games. Uh, I, I suppose there's a, a level of excitement that I have, but at the same time, that's tempered by you got to win football games. We were excited about Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson getting together. And I don't want to you know bum people out or temper the excitement or bring the, the, the excitement level down, but you you. you you, you can win the announcement day. You may be yeah. able to win the press conference in a couple of days, but you still got to win the field. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. But but to to me, the, the reason why I'm so excited is that we're not breaking in a new coach. It's not a matter of, hey, this guy sounds like he knows what he's doing. I'm excited about his potential. This is a guy who's got a track record. This is not – and this is not even hiring – a retread coach, a certified pre-owned. Those are guys that even if you're in favor of hiring one, they come with the blemish of having been fired in their last job. This is not a guy that was fired. This is a guy that walked away still on so top. So he wouldn't be fired. No, 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 I don't think that was the case at all. He he walked away with the understanding that, uh, by the way, he was going to coach this year. It is it is something that does not get talked about a lot. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the the Brian Flores lawsuit. I don't know. But he and Tom Brady in Miami. In Miami, he was going to have a five year, hundred million dollar contract. And so this this isn't a guy that that was looking to. I heard the idea that he was burned out. Not burned out. He was ready to jump right back into coaching this this past year. So yeah, he didn't want to coach that team anymore. Mm -hmm. Which means he he didn't want to coach that team because he saw the trajectory where things were going and did not want. Ultimately, to be fired. In the end, fifteen years, though, Chad. If you're a, no, if you're in I one place, that. fifteen years, I think you've earned the right to move on if you want to another challenge. I, I would I would agree with that, and I don't have a lot of pushback. But I think the the narrative that oh, this is if he had stayed in New Orleans, things would have gone poorly enough where they would have said, you know what, we're going to make a we're going to go in a different direction. 
And it, a lot of that would have been out of his control with the salary cap situation, with the quarterback situation. Um, so I, 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 he does not come into this clean. Let's put it that way. Well, considering what we've watched around here the last several hires. Oh, no doubt. It's a massive improvement. As, as I heard many times throughout the course of the day, they finally got an adult in the room. They do. And to your point earlier about not getting a, a retread or not trying to, you and I, to get all super hypothetical on how is this coordinator going to translate into a head coach? Does he have the leadership ability? Does he have the backbone? What's his, what's his staff makeup going to be? There's so many things that we know about Sean Payton, not necessarily who the staff is going to be, but I think we understand it's not going to be a bunch of first-timers. Like last, uh, like this last staff was in here. It's going to be a bunch of experienced coaches. They're going to be a bunch of grownups in the meeting rooms. The uh, other big story, ho-hum, another MVP performance from uh, Nikola Jokic <laughs> as the uh, Nuggets beat the Pelicans last night, 122-113. Jokic, 26 points, 18 rebounds, 15 assists, 10 of 14 shooting. I'd love to know where you come down on the idea first floated by Mark when he was back in New York doing some TV. He was talking to uh, Nick Wright and Chris Broussard. Chris Broussard having an MVP vote and their feeling was that the voters don't even though they will acknowledge that Jokic probably is the MVP again this year but that they won't vote for him just because hey only a couple of players in the history of the league have done it three straight times they won rings Jokic doesn't have a ring. We can't give him a third MVP. Humans think like that. Humans think like that. They create. Well, that's stupid. They create their own. Humans are stupid. They create their own weird narrative. I mean, the Nuggets are 16 0 this season when the Joker has a triple double. It just goes to show that it's not just flash, it is production towards winning. When he has a big game, the Nuggets win. Um, in fact, they're undefeated when he has a triple-double. Like, I haven't heard that stat. 16-0. Yeah. yeah, so when he does that, it, it's not, again, it's, it's not him trying to go out and win MVP votes. It's trying to help his team win. So uh, these voters, they've got to find a way to remove some of these odd biases that all humans suffer from. Uh, now, if the Joker were to go out and win one this year, um, then I, I think that removes some of that barrier for the coaches. But uh, for the voters, I should say. Um, Problem is, it's a regular season award. I know. I know. It'll be voted on before I know. the playoffs, before know. he gets a chance to lead this team to a championship. If they're on the trajectory towards that, and those voters feel like that's a championship team, I think it's going to make the case that much easier for them. But yes, there is going to be some certain biases that they're going to pull out of this guy can't become a three-time consecutive MVP without hoisting a O'Brien trophy in there someplace. Yeah. It's funny on a night that he goes 26, 18, and 15. I, I, I almost have to apologize by saying, you know, to me, the biggest story of the night was, was Jamal Murray's night, where he goes for yeah. 32, 7 of 12, three point shooting. And when you, when you look at this team's chances to win a championship, and they're good, they're real good, uh, that, that Jokic Murray connection, which is so special, they just, they just operate on a, on a, on a mind, different level, mind meld type thing, to to see Murray having games like this as we look for those signs that he's all the way back. He's You can tell he's getting there, but this is the kind of performance that, that makes you think, okay, 
We're back. Yeah, you 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 give me this Jokic and this Murray together in the playoffs. Let's roll, baby. Let's ride. Let's ride. Yeah, and in critical situations, you need your best players to make critical plays. At the end, when the Pelicans were coming back into the game, both Murray and the Joker hit free throws in critical moments to hold them off. Well, good night for the Nuggets. Great day for the Broncos. We're giving you a chance to uh, react to it on the Ramoslaw.com text line. Do you like the move? Uh, Do you not like the move? Are you skeptical? What are you skeptical about? Give us your thoughts, and we'll get to a bunch of these um, throughout the course of the morning. Chad Brown sitting in for Stink, 303-713-1043. Coming up next, why does Sean Payton perhaps have the best chance of fixing Russell Wilson? That's next. Reacting to the news that Sean Payton will become the 19th head coach in the history of the Denver Broncos, here's Schlereth and Evans. I've been around Sean, obviously, at the Pro Bowl. I've been around him across the league. I've played against him quite a bit. Uh, he's one of the world's best, obviously. A uh, guy who's, uh, you know, um, coached the Hall of Fame quarterback in Drew Brees, who was one of my closest friends and a guy I've gotten to know across the league and so many other great players. He's competitive as can be. He's a winner. Obviously, he's won a Super Bowl and been at the highest level. Let's run. Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. All right. Can't wait. A quick announcement, and it's kind of a biggie. Kinda. Chad Brown saying in for uh, Stink, who's uh, off today. Chad Brown. Uh, just a minute ago, Tom Brady announced his retirement. <laughs> just uh, posted a video. Yeah, saying, about uh, three minutes ago. Yeah, beachside. Uh, got a little emotional and announced uh, this is it. Yeah, he looks like he's kind of sitting on a sand dune somewhere on a beach. And, uh, yeah, it says he already used up his one-time giant retirement ceremony and letter and all that. And so... This is just an announcement of him sitting on the beach, sitting crisscross applesauce, giving his thoughts about uh, his love for his teammates, coaches, competitors, and all that stuff. Well, ordinarily, uh, maybe we'd rhapsodize a little bit about uh, Tom Brady and how the uh, the Broncos were his daddy uh, for a long time. <laughs> but uh, we have other things to talk about. Uh, reaction to Sean Payton as the new coach. And as you said, as you were surveying the text line during the break, reaction mixed. Uh, here's some Tom from Lafayette. Love the move. Any other choice would have been a disappointment to fans and would have had to sell it. The only negative is that we is that he stick it out for the long haul, or will he bail at some point and go back to TV? Uh, that's been one of the arguments or anti Sean Payton uh, uh, criticisms, talking points that have been brought up. Where is his level of hunger, motivation, desire to coach? Do you have any questions about it? No, I don't. I don't. Um, having been around successful coaches, that itch never never goes away. I mean, there's a reason why Bruce Arians retires and comes back. Uh, Dick Vermeil, even after you know this Eagles experience, crying, burnt out, I've just I can't do it again. Comes back and is successful. So these guys who have this coaching inside of them. I don't think it actually ever go away. I know Mike Shanahan's not coaching, but he's out there consulting with Kyle. So these great coaches never leave it. It's just who they are, and it's in their DNA. Uh, Another text. Emmanuel Sanders was pumped to see Peyton hired. He was a great football player, physically, mentally. Chad, curious, your thoughts on an offensive player like Sanders being so excited for his past coach in Peyton and what it could mean for the Broncos' offense next year. I've heard it 
said uh, many times in the aftermath, now even before Peyton got the job, the idea that if there's anybody out there that can resurrect Russell Wilson's career, it's Sean Payton. Oh, it, <laughs> we shall see. Again, um, as as the as I said earlier, and as a texter uh, says, like I'm with Jack. I got to see the wins, man. So we can you know talk about it. But it seems as if Sean Payton would be the guy. His offenses have been highly ranked throughout his career. Let me. I, I got a in his 15 years at New Orleans coaching, they were top five in points nine times. Yes, in total offense, they were one, two, three, four, five, six, six times number one. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven other times they were in the top ten. Mm-hmm. So certainly there is a ton of production there. It's hard to imagine a situation where they can't make it work, but I don't think anybody could imagine Russell Wilson would have been as bad as he was this season. So if Russell Wilson, if his decline has started, the decline doesn't stop and plateau. It continues to slide downhill. When I sat down with Bill Belichick before I became a Patriot, and I said, hey, coach, I'm 35 years old. You got any concerns? He's like, no, because when the decline happens, you'll know it, and I'll know it. And trust me, it it won't be a steady downhill kind of uh, slow trajectory. You'll just fall off the cliff. So we shall see. Are we watching a guy in decline, or did we watch a guy who struggled with new surroundings, new teammates, new coach? Uh, an offensive system that maybe he bit off more than he could chew. And as the season progressed and by the time the season was over, he understood, hey, I got to go back to my Seattle roots. And we saw a different Russ, not a great Russ, but at least a a, a better Russ than we had seen. Isn't that enough to make you think that, hey, there's something to work there? There's something to rejuvenate, something to resurrect? Oh, there's certain something there to uh, attempt to make the work, make it all happen. But the pocket... Uh, magician that he once was. I see a guy who's lost more than just a step within the pocket. Um, so that's not based on all those factors that you gave out. Just a guy who's not as quick as he once was. Can't do the things that his mind tells him he wants to do because his body's already saying no. But this is in Peyton. You you follow the league. You 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 do games around the league. I, I'm I I think I'm safe in saying this guy is one of the top three or four offensive minds in the NFL. I feel very Sean comfortable Payton. agreeing with that statement. Okay, so uh, it it stands to, to reason that uh, if there's anything left for Russell Wilson to give, this guy not only from an X's and O's standpoint should be able to bring it out of him, but also the idea that you you heard it there when we played that that soundbite of Russ. There is a there is a respect and admiration that that Russ has for Peyton. So. After a season in which we were all left wondering, did did Russell Wilson listen to Nathaniel Hackett? Did he order Nathaniel Hackett? Was it Russ's way and not Nathaniel Hackett's way? And Hackett had to acquiesce to Russ. I, I get the sense that we've got a, a coach now who's going to go up to Russ and say, "All right, look, Russ. You know, I don't know what it was like around here before. That's not my problem. But this is the way it's going to be moving forward." And Russ himself would be like, "Okay." I'm good with that. Last year at the press conference where the Broncos and Nathaniel Hackett announced the hiring or the trade for Russell Wilson, Coach Hackett turned into a cheerleader, something I had never, ever seen. I was doing the show with Nate 
And we both looked at each other like, what the heck is this? Never have I ever heard a coach turn into a cheerleader. Now it's the opposite. You got the proper thing. The player is turning into a cheerleader for the coach about what the what the coach is going to be able to help him to do. Um, so at least the it seems at this point the reset of the perspectives and the relationships are now put into the proper categories. So would you at least give me this? I'm trying to chip away at you. Chip away. Chip away. There's, there's nothing to chip it, but, away but, but, at. But if, if, Chad Brown. If, if, because you, you seem reluctant to even go that, that Russ is salvageable. No, no, no. I didn't say that. I said, there's a difference. You said when the decline comes, the decline is fast. Yes. And we have seen a decline. But it doesn't mean he's not salvaged. It doesn't mean he's not worth the attempt to do this. Yeah. There's that car, you know, when the, when the record drops it off in your, in your driveway and you're looking at it. It's going to take a really good mechanic to get this thing back together. But it's, it's worth the attempt. Yes. If I can get old Roscoe from behind, from underneath the shade tree to come help me out. I can get this car rolling again. So it is certainly possible, but there's, you know, it's never going to be the same. Are you, okay, how about we leave it this? Are you at least confident that if Russell Wilson has anything left to give as a quarterback, Sean Payton is the right guy to get it out of him? Not only from an X's and O's standpoint, but from the way that, uh, that, that, that Payton will make Russ accountable. You you are trying to just get me to say something, and yes. I will. Yes, I, I will play the game say with it. you. I will play say the, it. Sean Payton should be able to. Right. I got I got a little asterisk there. A little bit should yes. be able to maximize what Russ Wilson can bring over the next couple years at the end of his career. It sometimes it takes a, a coach for a player to recognize, hey, I'm at the end. I don't have what I once had, so I just got to listen to this man over here. He can guide me through these last couple years and make me the most effective player possible. Coming up, we've got the uh, Morning Brew, and again, the uh, breaking news just coming down moments ago. uh, Tom Brady announcing his retirement uh, from the NFL, 23 NFL seasons, and he says this time he means it. (laughs) We, We shall see. Morning Brew coming up next. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Chad Brown in for Stink. And for those of you uh, wondering where Stink is today, I'm I'm starting to think that uh, his pal Tommy gave him the heads up that uh, Brady was going to retire. And Mark is just inconsolable right now. (laughs) He just... He's just... Tucked up in a, a fetal position, mm-hmm. bawling his eyes out. So Chad Brown's saying in. We'll get to uh, Tommy here in uh, just a second. But the uh, big news around here, Broncos hiring Sean Payton as their next head coach. It was a, a wild journey. Where do you come down on the differing reports that one said, hey, the Broncos' top choice was D'Amico Ryans and that uh, Payton was a fallback? The other that, no, Peyton was their their top choice all along. Then why would you go out and do a second interview with Harbaugh if Peyton was your top choice all along? Apparently there were some things, even if he was your top choice, where you weren't maybe ready to give up the draft capital. You you made this your, we love Sean Peyton, but I'd rather not give up the draft capital. Mm-hmm. Let me explore any way I can hire a coach that I like without doing that. Once that became clear you couldn't do that, then you circled back to Sean Payton, which seems like it was the most likely uh, events uh, that occurred without 
me knowing exactly what happened. That seems to be the case. Um, in the end, Sean Payton is going to help Russell Wilson. There's no think there's any doubt about that. Whether you, wherever you see, see Russell Wilson's uh, state of play as currently and also into the future, Sean Payton is going to be able to maximize that. Well, it was on the show yesterday. I said, look, get the deal done with Payton. I think what we're looking at right now is we're, we're looking at a high-stakes game of chicken between the Broncos and the Saints. Who blinks first? And by by all accounts, what we're hearing is that the, the Saints blinked first. And they, they backed down. They backed off the uh, two first-round first picks. And the Broncos, to George Payton's credit, drew a line in the sand saying, look, this is a deal we'll walk away from if, it, if it's too steep. And so I thought... I never had a problem with giving up uh, the first-round pick. I, I would have easily given up a first and a third this year for Sean Payton. The fact that they give up a, a, a first that they didn't even have on November 1st, and it's the 29th pick, it's in effect Bradley Chubb, and a, a future second-round pick, and you get a future third back, I I think it's a great deal. I, I have no issues whatsoever with the compensation. None? And if it was a case of the uh, Saints blinking, then... Good job all around. Because isn't this just an extension of the Russell Wilson trade? Russell Wilson puts you in this spot. Therefore, you have to go out and get this particular coach because he's, he's other coaching candidates. I want you to hold on to that thought. Can't maximize Russell Wilson. Yeah, we got to get into, <laughs> once, you, once you put it down on paper, the haul that was given up for Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Yikes. Let's rock. Next on the Morning Brew, the Broncos reportedly are talking with Vic Fangio. As their, defen- as their defensive coordinator. Now, Jero Ivero is under contract. Andrew Mason brought up a good point yesterday that uh, with the, the new uh, expansion of the, the Rooney rule and, and some of the um, uh, new, new, I guess, incentives put in place by the NFL, that if Ivero ends up coaching with the Broncos one more year and then leaves to become a head coach, the Broncos would be in line to receive two third round compensatory picks should that factor into the decision or bring back uncle vic yeah um i don't think there's you know the 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 skill level of vic as a defensive coordinator i don't think anyone has any doubts about that would vic want to return here uh, there's an opportunity out in san francisco there's an opportunity uh in in miami um so to come back to where he was just a year ago as the head coach to walk the halls in a demoted position versus where you were a year ago, that might be a tough pill to swallow considering there's other opportunities out there. And then to your point, with if if the Avero thing, you know, one more year can can happen, you can essentially buy two third-round picks for a team uh, that we'll dive into a little bit later has given up a lot of draft capital to get Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. It could use some of that back. Interesting. Next on the Morning Brew, the Nuggets take care of business as they uh, beat the Zion-less Pelicans uh, 122-113. to Another masterful performance from uh, Nikola Jokic. 26 points, 18 rebounds, 15 assists, and he passed the magic threshold last night. Nikola Jokic is now averaging a triple-double for the season. It's amazing. 25 points, 11 rebounds, and now 10 assists per game. He had been stuck there on 9.9, rounded up to 10. I There is no way 
if this guy averages a triple-double for the season, becomes only the third player in NBA history, besides Oscar Robertson and Russell Westbrook, to average a triple-double for the entire season, how can you not then, give the MVP? Uh, There's uh, no uh, argument then. The, the, the argument will be... He's, he, you need, to be a, you need to be a champion. No. You have to have a championship somewhere in your resume in order for him to give this to you three times in a row. That's the argument. It's crazy. It's, it's a crappy argument, but that's the argument. I hate it. Next on the Morning Brew, Tom Brady with the announcement this morning. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring. We're good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured... I just press record and let you guys know first, so I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Got emotional at the end there. I love Tom Brady. Mark is just a blubbering mess right now. <laughs> well, you know, to see the the the, the goat lay it down one last time. Um, yeah, I, I think we we use up our emotions with the last one. So that's kind of as an athlete, you want to do it right. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, while it's certainly big news, uh, we've already done this. Uh, I was already on CNN giving my Tom Brady, uh, you know, retrospective last year about this time. So uh, I don't I checked my phone. They haven't called me to go on again. I think they're, the rest of the world's moving on. Brady fatigue. Yes, exactly. So you think this is it? Yeah. I, you can't come back a second time. Yeah. Come on, man. No, yeah, I think cool. Tom's done. Tom is done. All right, we're done with the Morning Brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at 6.30. Getting a lot of great reaction. This is a uh, a huge reaction day, and um, love to hear from you on the RamosLaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. We'll get to uh, some of those, and we'll uh, put it all down on paper for you. The extent of what it costs the Broncos to bring in Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. That's next. that Sean Payton will become the 19th head coach in the history of the Denver Broncos. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Mark off today, no doubt, just sobbing with the news that uh, Tom Brady is retiring. Just can't, he can't function right now. So he's uh, he's off today. Chad Brown. I'll never let go. Chad Brown sitting in. Mark come back with like a... Some chin cleft surgery as like an homage to uh, our boy Tommy. I love Tom Brady. So we are chopping it up. And as you said, you don't always look at the text line. You've been looking this morning and you are what about the reaction I'm, that we're getting so far? I'm fascinated because it's just it just pings from one side to the other. We didn't even get into this yet, but exactly, Chad. Three first round picks for a short, fat, arrogant quarterback and an egomaniacal head coach put all that before all the other picks and players yeah great deal hey relax Evans Chad's always going to be negative about the Broncos blank him <laughs> Chad Brown and these are back to back texts I know 
And again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Sean Payton's a terrible hire. I'm not saying Russell Wilson can't be better than what he was this last season. Um, but I think we need to see the proof on the field. And so I am not of the mindset to get overly optimistic here on February 1st. Let's see what you got in September, man. Let's see what you got in, during the season. But would you be even more in let's wait and see mode if they had hired a, another first-time head coach? Uh, there, there isn't anything about Peyton's track record that you can sort of use as a solid foundation to to be, I, I guess, maybe more optimistic that there's that there's more substance here that you can lean on while still saying it's about the wins and let's see what happens. But at least there's something that you know you can you can you can start from a, a solid footing that you wouldn't be able to if they had hired another first time head coach or even if they had hired uh, a Dan Quinn or a, a Jim Caldwell or a Raheem Morris somebody who had coached before but had been fired and maybe had a losing record or hadn't been coaching for a long time I just I just feel like there's 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 a track record there's a resume here with Peyton that you can feel good about as a Broncos fan that. That this isn't a mirage. Your vision of first-time head coaches is clouded by the fact that the Broncos made the wrong choices in picking their first-time head coaches. Championship weekend was just a couple of days ago. Today's what, Wednesday? That was Sunday. Three of the four coaches were first-time head coaches in championship weekend. So I, I don't... I never shared this thought that somehow getting a first-time head coach was a death sentence for your team. you got to hire the right one. The Broncos, unfortunately, have not done a very good job at that. doesn't mean first-time coaches can't uh, succeed. But does Sean Payton come in with a certain gravitas? Of course he does. Is there a, a swagger and a confidence that he, when he walks into the room, that's going to be different than when Nathaniel Hackett walked into a room? Of course. And Russell Wilson has already talked about the respect that he has from him and working with him at a Pro Bowl, which is about as light of a football environment that you can be around. So when you walk away impressed with somebody from those circumstances, they've got something to themselves. So what is the final tally? For what it took to bring Russell Wilson and Sean Payton here. All right, so the Broncos acquired Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, a 2022 fourth-round pick, which ended up being a Wazirike, the defensive end. They gave up a 2022 first-round pick, a 2022 second-round pick, a 2022 fifth-round pick, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2023 second-round pick, another 2023 first-round pick, a 2024 Second round pick, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and Drew Locke. Well, when you put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And is this the case of, to use a a business phrase, is this good money behind bad money? Ooh. Well, because you did this primarily to maximize Russell Wilson. See, all right, that's where I have to push back. That's where I disagree. And and I, I saw James Marillat wrote a column at denversports.com that this is a, a doubling down on Russell Wilson. I, I don't buy that at all because you buy, you buy, with the commitment, and we don't have all the numbers yet, but the commitment that you're making to Sean Payton is this this is not somebody who's going to be you know fired in two years if it doesn't work, work out. He's here. And so what what – you are getting with Sean Payton. You're getting, and I, I guess, I know that after living through the, the 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 crap of the last six years, Broncos country is impatient and they want results now. 
But I'm taking a longer view on this, and I know that Peyton's going to be here for a while, and I think he's going to be successful. And the the benefit of Peyton is that, hey, maybe he does come in here over the next two years, and maybe he fixes Russell Wilson. Maybe he turns Russell Wilson's career around, and maybe we feel really good about the deal that we don't feel good about right now with Russell Wilson. But while he's trying to fix Russ, I'm confident that this is a guy that's going to be putting a program in place, a culture in place, a quarterback plan B in place, that if it doesn't work out with Russ, I feel confident about this guy executing the next stage of wherever the Broncos go at the quarterback position. So I don't feel like this is, hey, it's it's only going to work out if he fixes Russ. If he can fix Russ, great. But I'm confident that life after Russ with Peyton will be just fine. And that's why I, I choose to look at, I don't look at the totality of what they gave up for the two of them. Hey, you can look at what they gave up for Russ, and it's, yeah, it, it stings. But the Peyton part of it, I look at separately. And I look at the long-term macro view. This is a guy I think is going to be here five, seven, ten years. And from that standpoint, what they gave up for him, I think is chump change. Really, honestly, chump change. I see both sides of this. I see the the same thing I saw in Boulder with Deion Sanders. When Coach Prime becomes a coach up there, you raise instantly raise the, the, the attention and eyeballs in the program, but you also raise the floor for the head coach's salary, the floor for the assistant coach's pool. You got the transfer rule change. When if Deion's a short term fix up there, CU will be left in a better place. The Broncos, after Sean Payton's tenure, should be in a better place. A adult in the room who knows how to build a culture, who knows how to get the entire organization marching in the same direction. Get this new ownership group up to speed with what winning football is, requires, and demands of them and their relationship with other people in the building. So all that will be better. There's no doubt about that. But I still have a little bit of that James Merrillat thinking in that there's a lot to this Sean Payton thing based off of Russell Wilson. And if the money and the draft capital given up to Russell Wilson is bad money, are you putting now good money behind that bad money hopes to turn that bad money around? If, if you're hiring Sean Payton solely with the idea you got to fix Russ, then, yeah, I could see why it's it's throwing bad money after bad money. But I look at this as this is this is a move designed to be a long-term move. And if it includes Russ, great. If it doesn't include Russ, fine. But I, I, I don't think this is tied to Russ at all. There's a there's the there's the benefit of hiring Peyton that he could fix Russ at that, all. But that's, that's a big. But statement. that's but that's not his charge that, at all. Is a but big I don't. Statement. But that's not what he's because we we've we're now 50 minutes into the show and you've talked about Sean Payton maximizing Russell Wilson. Now you're saying yeah, that wasn't part of it at all. Here's how here's how I'll put it. Sean Payton wasn't hired to fix Russell Wilson. Sean Payton was hired to come in and be the coach of the Broncos for the next five, seven, ten years and to to create in Denver the kind of program that he created in New Orleans and have the kind of record that he had in New Orleans. I, I don't if if along the way he fixes Russell Wilson, great, but that's not what this hire was about. I if totally disagree with the idea that whoever was hired was hired to fix Russell Wilson. I don't think it was tied to that at all. Sean Payton would not be the coach here in Denver, if his time in New Orleans, where he went through uh, five different journeyman quarterback of two two to three years each, 
and he maximized the offense because they ran the ball well and they did play action well. No, he was brought here because of the explosive offense he had in New Orleans with Drew Brees. And the thinking is he can help Russell Wilson become more like Drew Brees. Again, I think that's just a side benefit. We're going we're gonna to have to agree to disagree. You, you hire this guy with the idea. It's an offensive league. It's a quarterback's league. This is the way the league is. It's not going to change. This is the way it's going to continue to go for years. And who and is now, the quarterback and here? Now, but and now who you, is the quarterback I, I, here? I don't think about the quarterback here. I think about the coach here now who is one of the top. You said it earlier in the show, one of the top three or four offensive minds in the league. You've got that coach at the most important uh, uh, position for where the league's at right now. With the idea he's going to be your coach for the next five, seven, ten years, that's all I think about. I don't think about, hey, you got to fix Russell Wilson. If along the way you do, great. If not, okay. Sean, that, that that's on you, Russ. Sean Payton's first task when he walks into that building is going to be developing a plan for Russell Wilson. His first task is not going to be, huh? What pictures can I build on the put I put on the wall to help rebuild the winning culture? Come on, Mike. He was brought here to help Russell Wilson. We're going to have to disagree on that All one. Right. We're going to have to disagree on that one. But that's the beauty of it. And based on the reaction we're getting from you, Broncos country, you're kind of split on this hiring. So uh, let us know what you think. Four Down Territory coming up next.